Hello and uh, welcome. Uh, one more time, uh, you are listening to um, Juan here with Kevin and Mark, and we like movies. And sorry, uh, on this, what's on the? Wait, did you need to say something? No, I sneezed. I don't know if you heard it. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> no. No, that's. It was perfect. You said we like movies. Hachoo! I was like, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Cool. Um, yeah, and we are uh, going to be uh, discussing um, on this edition uh, Mark's pick. Uh, out of the blue, he comes out with uh, the 2021 adventure slash drama titled Bell, um, aka The Dragon and the Freckled Princess. Ooh, it, you did not know that. Yeah, it is a Japanese film directed by Mamoru Hosoda. And um, yeah, it is the story of a high school student who becomes a globally beloved singer after entering a fantastic virtual world uh, that goes by the name of you. That's just the letter U. Uh, she soon embarks on an emotional and epic quest to uncover the identity of a mysterious beast who's on the run from ruthless vigilantes. Um, I will just say, um, before I turn it over to Mark with his uh, thoughts on the film, um, that uh, not knowing anything about this film beforehand... Um, did not did not expect it to be a an, a a reimagining of uh, Beauty and the Beast. So that was a uh, quite the surprise. But uh, more 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 on that later. Mark, take it away. Well, that's one actually thing you start, Mark. Oh, everybody's yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, everybody's oh, doing new things now. Go for it. <laughs> no, Juan didn't mention it. it's an anime. By the way. Oh, did I not? No, you didn't. So that's why I was like, "Oh, he's not mentioning it's animated." Oh, okay. so yeah, yeah. Thank that's you all. for thanks for that addition. It is an anime. I just figured since since I said it was Japanese, pe- no. people would assume. Well, we had drive my ride or drive my ride. My ride. My ride. My bad. Uh, uh, sorry, Mark. So Go actually, ahead. that's that's actually what I was going to say. Um, this is my favorite uh, version of Beauty and the Beast. Um, I, I think it was longer than what it needed to be, but, um, I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, I, it it wasn't until I realized that this was, you know, a rendition of that story that I actually started enjoying it before then I was kind of bored by it. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with your, uh, remark about the runtime. I think it definitely could have been cut down to like an hour 30 mm-hmm. would have been a nice sweet spot. It currently sits at a two hour and two minute, uh, runtime. Um, and, uh, while I felt very much the same, um, as a, a, a bolt of, of excitement ran through my body when I pinned, together that um this was actually um 
Beauty and the Beast that we were watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that definitely perked, uh, perked my ears a little bit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but it didn't quite do it for me. I mean, I thought it was a beautiful film, but, um, I, I felt like it, uh, missed, uh, missed a few marks, um, which I'll go into, uh, shortly, but yeah, that's my, uh, my five. Um, again, it was like, I I liked it. It's just Beauty and the Beast meets Ready Player One. Oh, um, you you stole my line. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you my bad. sandbagging son of a gun. You you yeah. went before me. You didn't use it. Well, I was waiting. Later, I was. Oh, sorry. For that. Sorry. But, but that yes. is a perfect way to describe it. But yes, person on your bed. But um, I <laughs> like um, I thought it was like I honestly did think when I saw Bell, I thought it was Beauty and the Beast. Um, I was just um interested in how I was gonna tell it. This guy, um, guy over here. I know. Hey, I watched it with my daughters, and they all thought it was Beauty and the Beast too. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if it was smart or if I'm just very simplistic and see Belle and think Beauty and the Beast. That's it. Um, well, I thought it was a... to comment on that. Uh, when I searched for it on HBO, it literally had another version of of Belle, which is Beauty and the Beast. So, I mean, that should have been me putting two things together. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a, a simple and cute enough story on the surface, but um, if you look deeper, it dealt with a lot of other topics like grief, emotional child abuse, addiction, the dangers of creating a life and anonymity and the fear of losing that cover, and the power of music to help connect people in, and help in the healing process. Um, my girls absolutely love this movie. We have watched it four times now. Sick. Can uh, I can I tell you why that statement doesn't surprise me in the least? Why am I girl? Okay, if, uh, I'll I'll put a pin in my little my little writing and go ahead. Because this movie felt like it was written by a twelve year old. Oh okay, man, I'm glad you had a you had a interject. So here we go. So now they absolutely love this movie. We saw it multiple times, and they even listened to the soundtrack in the morning. Uh, while getting ready for school, and it helped spur on some conversations about those deeper themes. Like, we just sat around and was like, hey, girls, what did you think this was about? And it was actually really nice. Um, it is un- very uneven at parts, like um, like you gentlemen have said. Uh, I still enjoyed it for, like, I think the narrative could have been a little more focused, but I did enjoy it for the deeper themes, and it, it was a beautiful film. And Grim- that's my Remind me um, how this, uh, and I'm not being condescending here, I'm, but like, remind me how this dealt with addiction. Um, well, it was addiction of being online. Like the people were so okay. afraid of like being found out and stuff. Like they were actually like terrified about you know and having to go back online. That. Well, if you're if you're talking, we can't hear you. <laughs> I thought that was just me. So. Yeah, no, I see what he's saying with the addiction. Yeah, because it was petrifying to be uh, unveiled. Oh. And yeah. oh, yes. there he is. Sorry about that. My no, phone. Go ahead. Yeah, but like, yeah, how like the biggest fear was that blast and the unveiling. That's all I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was just so petrified, and that that was the worst thing that could happen. You know, like oh, they're... so when she did it, like those people couldn't even believe it because it was just how how could you give up that fame and like all those all that attention? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I felt like they um, kind of circled around that too much. 
it felt like to me, I wish they would have um, been a little bit more blatant um, or direct with that um, uh, metaphor. Um, just, to, I mean, I got it. You know, people were obviously really scared of like being revealed, but like maybe they could have shown someone that had been revealed or, or even just talked about, you know, about that. Um, you know, the effects of it, um, you know, along those lines, one of the things that was disappointing to me was, you know, with with that point um, excluded, um, I really felt that that you was going to be used um, in a greater way. I thought it was going to be something like more sinister and and play a part in the story in that way, as opposed to if to me, it felt like okay, it was just the setting of the movie mm-hmm. um, where, you know, I thought maybe they were going to, they were going to make a greater point about that. And uh, I guess um, it just wasn't, it, 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 again, that addict, I mean, as we're watching that and you're seeing, you know, the effects and how people are impacted by this threat, you know, I guess maybe it's, it's just too upfront to, to talk about like, to talk about it and and i guess they just left it up to interpretation um but but i felt like there was and maybe this just wasn't the movie for it but i guess i would have liked to have seen that you know have played a, a bigger role in that sense you know i think that uh me and you had the same issue of not realizing it was a um a version of beauty and the beast while until watching the movie and being you know decent portion in because I felt the same way. I thought you was really cool and how they scan your body and that's how they create your avatar. And I felt like the, like you has a great story. But once I realized that it was Beauty and the Beast, my mind completely went away from you and was just focused yeah. on Belle and the Beast. Mm-hmm. So I see – I completely see what you're saying and yeah. I, I agree 100%. Um, I think if we both went in going, hey, this is – uh, this is Beauty and the Beast, but a different, you know, it's being told in a different way. We'd go, okay, and we probably wouldn't have focused on you so much. Yeah. Um, maybe that's just the uh, the the, uh, the the mach the machoism in, in us. You know, we're just too manly to understand. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. No, but I I I, I do like yeah. once it it started and it went in and it scanned and this is what she came up as. And then you find out that, you know, she had this trauma. Yeah. She can't sing, but her care. So it all, it was just all like, Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I think for me, um, I don't even know, but there was a point where the guy would, uh, what was his name? Um, Justin, when he finally did something, I was just like, wait a minute. Is he Gaston? Is this, wait a minute. Is this, <laughs> he's beast and, and, and the, he's got the cloak and yeah so it, that's kind of I was like holy smokes is this what's happening and then I I actually appreciated it more and I I really did enjoy this version of Beauty and the Beast no I think you're right and and I don't think we again 
other individuals who knew nothing of this movie and just watched it, I, I don't think would, um, maybe some would make the same assumption that Kevin did, but I think a lot of them wouldn't and, uh, and would fall into the same trap that we did. And so maybe it was intentional where they're like, oh, you know, we're going to surprise you where you're thinking it is more of a ready player one thing, but no, it's really, you know, this, this uh, fresh take on this fairy tale mm-hmm. or, or it could have just been, you know, um, uh, an oversight in, in the writing, you know, or just faultiness in in the um, in the narrative than the way the narrative was told. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, you're right that we had the same experience where I think for me, it was hard to get over being a little disappointed mm-hmm. that it, it didn't focus more on you and and kind of probably anticipating throughout the movie and then seeing it go in another direction once you know, once these these two brothers are are brought in and, and that story unfolds a little bit more, really goes into a whole nother direction. So Yeah. Um there was um I don't I don't know. I, I, I feel like there there was a moment where um what did she say? Her friend I can't I'm sorry, I'm trying to like look and talk and it's not working. So Suzu's uh I guess Suzu's man in the chair uh who was who was kind of handling everything i forgot her name but she made she she had the funniest line for me um she straight up said like oh you know you can ignore them but i'm not as nice as you and i was i died i'm like yo ignoring him is the nicest you can be that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) sorry Haroka. Haroka. okay um yeah there's no like I, I, there's i'm on imdb and it's showing me like the actual actor and actresses and i'm like eh but i, I need the anime version because I, I didn't see you i saw someone else um but yeah i um i don't know i feel like it was kind of a uh, we should have noticed that I mean, when I when I typed in Bell, and literally another version of Beauty and the Beast came out that's called Bell popped up. I should have a hundred percent go. Oh, okay. Um, so I think I don't know. It's just, but I I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, please interject. I, I don't know. He he likes he likes to wait for us to like invite him in. Yeah. I don't no, know. no. Like, Come on no, because I'm actually fascinated. Because again, I didn't I didn't have your perspective of not knowing it. But so all, like it, like you you have you you have your daughters that are all at an age where they can quickly realize that you know I know Juan's got a daughter but she ain't spotting stuff like that yet. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like no, like I said, I just the whole time I was I was just fascinated with like oh this is how she becomes Belle. When's the Beast gonna come in? I'm like oh that's the Beast. And the girls had a lot of fun because they were spotting similarities to the Disney movies. Yeah, and e- even when they they did the little like when he got the tuxedo like. She gave him the fl- uh, the flowers, like, "Oh, he's gonna get a suit." Yes, he got a suit. <laughs> and then, and then they did the whole like ballroom dancing, sweeping thing. And the girls were just picking stuff out, and like they were having fun with it. And again, when, when um just Justin or whatever showed up, they were like, they they, they got they got he was Gaston. I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess that's him." Like th- those girls were spot on. Like they they yeah. really, like I said, when I tell you they really enjoyed that movie. This movie, they really enjoyed this movie. See, I think that that was helpful for you. It was funny. Uh, I think Kristen started watching this about halfway through, and she picked up immediately. She's like, is this Beauty and the Beast? I was like, yeah. Um, 
And then uh, that scene with the whole uh, the suit, she when it happened and he like told her to get out and she walked away. She goes, "Oh, is that the West Wing?" I'm like, "What does that mean?" She's like, yeah. "In the movie, this happens in the West Wing." And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> and so she was <laughs> pointing out the Disney things too when he got the suit. She's like, "Oh, there it is." She kind of laughs. She's like, "Oh, that's ridiculous," but she's never watched anime, so she doesn't understand like the over over the top things that they do. Um, but yeah, she picked so- up on it like immediately. So- to me, one of the overtop things that made me laugh, though, was they've been looking for his castle for so long, and it was just outside the city in clouds. <laughs> it's a big old castle, too. Yeah. <laughs> and when they, when they remove the clouds, it's just sitting there. I'm like, what, what, is, what is that? I've been here all along. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was fun. Uh, sorry, I didn't uh, but uh, no, yeah, was, go, go for it. it was fun once I did catch on kind of spotting, you know, the parallels. That's, that's all I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say the um, whoever sang uh, for oh, yeah. Sudu and Bell, I mean, phenomenal. Um, yeah. I'm not that a is... fan of singing in movies, but when she was singing, I just found myself, you know, enjoying the moment. Kylie McNeil and dude, but it's so funny you say that because after this movie was finished, I thought to myself, two things Mark said he would never do pick a musical and pick an animated movie (laughs) and and a a children's movie, which I considered this to be. Um, Yes, now that I know what it is, 100%. Yeah, no, I get you. some of the things that annoyed me um, were the character of the father um, really annoyed me because he just seemed extremely aloof. And uh, no, no, we, we mean wow, Susan's father, really? right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, 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 I went the complete opposite. I thought she was being a complete jerk to him, and she I was. Mean, he, yeah, yeah, she was like, you know, reaching out, so he didn't want to. And this is I I don't I don't have any daughters again, so I'm speaking out of ignorance. But I'm assuming if if she's telling me straight up, oh yeah, I'm good. I, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna pry and pressure because I don't feel like women in general like that, you know. Um, so I I actually enjoyed his character and him finally, or when she finally opened up and said, hey, this is what's going on. He was just like a hundred percent like, hey man. You do you. I believe in you. I, you know, I actually enjoyed his character thoroughly. Um, not that he was aloof, but he wasn't prying, and that's that's how I took it. But it, 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 I mean, for me, and maybe it's because it was anime, and you know, subtleties mm-hmm. and nuance are difficult, you know, mm-hmm. because it's not. A, 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 a real human face where you can see, you know, what's going on based off of a look, you know, or so if it just felt to me like it, this wasn't just someone like having a bad day, like it felt like she was displaying signs of like, there's something really serious like going on with you, you know, even to the point, I mean, where, 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 where we're living in a time where, suicide has become so 
such a prominent thing, especially among young people. Especially it was like to, to China. <laughs> right. It was like to see some of those signs. Like for me, it was at the point where like you can't not pry. Like you have to almost be like, hey, are you, you know, like, okay, do you want to talk to, to someone? Let me make you an appointment. You know, you've obviously, you've lost your mother. You've had, but like, it felt like he needed to intervene at least. Yeah. I, I think that the difference is like, again, um, it's Japanese culture and they're not necessarily like, like Western culture where they're touched with their emotions. They're like, Hey, do you need something? Like he, he's, a, he lost his wife, you know, her mom got finding Nemo in the beginning of the movie and she just didn't you know he didn't know how to how to raise a girl you know at least that's the way i took it like he tried he's like hey you want to eat no she would rebuff him and then he's like okay like he didn't know how to connect to his own daughter which again also probably like led to her like just feeling alone you know because she didn't have that female to connect with but that's how i took him i i did take him he was trying to but yeah he didn't do what we would do say hey let's you need some counseling you need someone to speak to yeah and again, this is why I feel there's instances where it feels like a 12 year old wrote it. You know, it feel it, to me, it, it felt like the main character wrote the story mm-hmm. because it felt like it was written by a 12 year old girl who's very emotional and who thinks that a song that she sings is going to change the world. But um, no, I was like, OK, so so show show you know the dad maybe talking to a friend and being like hey yeah i'm really i don't know how to connect with her or something like show something that that gives you the opportunity to empathize with this character and you know be again because it it did he did come off as aloof in the sense that um he um again just even if he didn't know what to do it, it even at the end i mean it's like okay you just let her go on a train by herself to to another city to she interve- was gone already to she interve- was gone. yeah or be like all right i'm gonna jump in the car and meet you there if, if anything it was it was worse for those choir ladies to let that girl go to face yeah. an abuser on yeah. her own right exactly so it was like <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know where to draw the line well, of like it's an anime, it's a fantasy, um, well, you know, let's, it's a let's fairy talk tale. In, let's, let's talk in movie terms. I mean, you're talking about a character that had the least amount of screen time, and you're like, "Yo, this guy was," you know. So I feel like you you were investing maybe as a father of a well, daughter, yeah. but you were investing a lot in this guy who we saw maybe about four times and three of them were just to ask her a question until, you know, and then the four times where he met her at the train station, obviously I'm, 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 I'm making up these numbers, yeah. but it's, yeah. my point is it was a short amount of time that we got to see him. And I don't think he was uh, a point in the movie until the end. So I just I think it's interesting that you're you're going hard well, to paint well, for the dad. I, I, <laughs> then, well, I, I can got, give you another example. Well, I, I do have three points, by the way. But go ahead, give <laughs> oh, example. Goodness. I have three points. Well, one, How about you one, do two and give one of okay. one, and then come back to you. Okay. One, I feel like Juan, after saying he's shorter, has twice advocated for making this movie longer. 
and adding no, scenes into it. Four hour to, film. It doesn't yeah. have to be long to add a 35 <laughs> second scene to understand the character better. You, you, you want the history of the you, you want more with the dad, it's, it's okay. Um, but number two, like, I do think part of it is um, I didn't realize this, the girls actually pointed this part out to me. Um, the whole movie, like, most of the movie is like a flashback. From from the beginning part when we see her riding on that whale with that rose thing, and then it flashes back and it's telling the whole story, yeah, of uh you know of how she got to that point where she's riding on that whale. So mm-hmm. it could have been that it's being told from her her vantage point, and that's why everyone it, it does feel like it's written, like Juan said it's written from the point of view of that of the main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the last point is I also think most of everything else is window dressing around it being Beauty and the Beast. They're yeah. like, all right, let's just add more story. But that's why I don't think the dad's fleshed out. Um, the choir ladies were barely fleshed out. Like, hey, yeah, we knew your mom in that one picture. But they were just added there to, to give more scenes to just get into the Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It's funny. They weren't the most fleshed out, but they made the dumbest decision. When they were like, yeah, we'll take you the train. Oh, we can't fly. We can't drive. We'll take it. I was like, what? How are no, you nobody... sending – I'm assuming she's a teenager. How are you uh, sending a teenager across the, the country to a domestic violence uh, case? What's she going to do? Yeah. And, and, and nobody could get on the train with her. Can you imagine if that dude had punched her in the face in that scene? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Which I, I was feel like, good like lord, happened in real life. Yeah, <laughs> he would have yeah. looked around. Ain't nobody here. Bah, get <laughs> <at it. laughs> uh, that's what you get for meddling. Um, yeah, but again, another example is as you mentioned the Gaston character. Yeah. Yeah. It was like comes into the scene. Well, like, what is the beast doing wrong? Um, and I get that. In the Beauty and the Beast, you know, the Beast is not doing anything wrong. It's just threatening to them because it's, you know, a Beast. But in the world of you, like, it didn't make sense. Everybody looks weird. What? Because he's, like, fighting people and winning? Like, I I don't understand why they were so, you know. Well, they said, like, he was fighting people, but he wouldn't stop and he would mess up their code and everything. Yeah, I mean, they went over it briefly. He was just kind of, you know thrown into the story by him interrupting the concert um and they kind of briefly went over that he was you know beating everybody and um yeah i yeah i i wasn't really in i didn't really care too much as to why he was being chased because um it at that i guess it didn't really matter to me at that point yeah you were i i appreciate that you were so invested in this kids movie man Oh, I mean, I, I, uh, there were things that I liked about it, which I guess is what made me want to wish that. Yeah, the other thing too is like I just haven't watched a lot of anime movies, you know, yeah. un- unlike you guys, and so I, I know a lot of people. It's, it's, it's always been, you know, somewhat popular, and and now even with young people today, like Ava's age. Um, it, it it's really popular again, yeah. And so I I am curious about it. So I was kind of excited that you're bringing us into, you know, giving me an opportunity to now, you know, finally see an anime movie. And I guess, um, 
these are just and again it's not a judgment on all anime movies i know there are other ones that are really good that i want to see but this one kind of being the entryway into it was like yeah it's beautiful um but it was just uh this the story was just riddled with problems outside of you know it was really cool that it was a fresh take on the beauty and the beast i did like that it wasn't about bell and and the beast falling in love Mm-hmm. You know, at, and yet at the same time, they went in a super weird direction about interve- intervening in, into this, uh, you know, domestic violence reality of this father and his two sons. That's better than what I thought when uh, he was like, oh, I can't tell you. And then he like rushed away. I think like 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, my God, don't tell me this is the dad. And he's like... <laughs> I thought they were gonna go super weird with it. <laughs> like, yeah, I was I, happy they didn't. <laughs> I half thought was like, oh, "Please don't let it be a girl." <laughs> I was hoping it was gonna be the dad, actually. But that would have been like, weird, though. Like, no, no, like her dad was gonna. Be- yes, I know yes. that would have been weird. That's Elf's favorite clean- character. She was. Clean- <laughs> I kid. Well, Just, I, you know, I, I will say, I will, oh, I will say, at the end when he popped up at the train station, Kristen, who had just joined the movie towards the uh, middle to end, um, she goes, <laughs> she's like, uh, "Did they purposely make the dad super hot?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, I mean, he just lost his his wife, so I guess yeah, he's looking pretty good now." Okay, the other thing was, like, speaking about her mom who died in a river, trying drowned in a river. So, such a weird... What was the threat to the little girl? She seemed like she was perfectly safe. (laughs) And the mom's, like, rushing, like, if I'm gonna die. So, my thought, there was two ways it was going. They knew that that giant piece of land that she was standing on was eventually going to be overrun with water in the next couple of hours or um this child was a diabetic and needed her insulin shot and that's why mom had to come over and get it it's and you know that's why it, all these questions of like how does that make sense how did this make sense what was that about is why i'm saying like it felt like it was just written by a 12 year old, you know, where it was like, there isn't um, the, you know, careful consideration for things. It was just like, all right, we need this bad guy. He needs to go after the beast. Great. Let's throw that in there. You know, and like these elements that are, that are just not fleshed out, you know, and it doesn't require more runtime. It just requires better choices. So Kevin's probably watched way more anime than me. Um, But I, I will say, it sounds like when it comes to anime and animation and stuff like that, like you're not going to get that much backstory on stuff like that. You're, this is the story and we're going to focus on the story and that's it. Like it's not a traditional movie where you have these characters who have their arcs and you know, they're like, Oh yeah. You know, and, and some movies you do, but in most animations, like this is, this is our core four our core three and this is what we're focused on you know and that's that's kind of how it goes so i think the fact that you don't have a lot of um 
these types of movies under your belt was kind of uh i mean you should have come in with a bit of a handicap we should have told you hey man this is what what you're you need to expect because mm. <laughs> the things that you're describing i'm just like nah never once crossed my mind and normally i'm like yeah i am thinking about stuff like that uh, I will say, on Juan's credit, I did wonder why she was the only one who went, and she only had her one life jacket, and that was it. Everyone else was just standing <laughs> oh, on the shore no, just no, watching no. her die. Oh, 100%. No, that, that made zero sense at all. She's like, I got to do it. I'm like, but why? There's like 50 other people there. Why don't you form like a human line or something holding hands? Like, why are you the only one going? I Yeah, no, I 100% get that. But I, I also think that falls into the, you know, just this type of movie. Ah, that really doesn't matter. Don't focus on that. <laughs> well, and I, I mean, that being said, you know, and as as uh, maybe poorly executed as that that scene was, it did lead to the most poignant and um, just just um, powerful line in the movie, which is like when she asks, you know, like basically saying, like, why did my mom think that girl was more important than me mm-hmm. you know and like went to basically abandon me you know of course she didn't know she was gonna die but basically was like okay abandoning me to rescue some girl that she didn't know mm-hmm. you know and i thought that was a really profound kind of question that you know you you you, pr- you probably think a lot but it's almost one of those things that you would be ashamed to voice out loud you know yeah i i think maybe this was just a poor choice by the uh the director because he wrote this apparently um so i i i just think if they would have kept it at like you know she's in a car accident you know that Mm -hmm. okay she lost her but the fact that she was i don't know if because i don't i don't i and please tell me if i'm wrong but i don't think they tied in why her mom just gave up so much for this random person when Suzu, I guess they're trying to say that she gave up her persona as Belle for this random person, but at the end of the day, she didn't lose her life, so it's kind of... I think it was more how, how, why she would jump on the train and go across the country to save these kids that she doesn't know either. Mm, Okay. I mean, I think that's what, like, and, and I think at one point he said, like, you're so much like your mom, like I, I, I might have made that. I, I feel like he said that, like in the way that she cares, and I think that's what it was supposed to show that her mom, you know, that she had that part of her mom in her. Yeah. No, I, I you're probably right. Um, uh, I just I didn't pick up on that because I, I didn't feel like it was strong enough for me to tie the two together, um, because. Oh, it- Definitely I just thought about it now while you were talking about oh, okay. it. So. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know, you think about rushing water and that, like, you're looking at that, like, yo, huh. uh, there's a chance I can't survive that. You have people who are actively helping her to f- push her to go and see these huh. random kids that she just met. So it huh. didn't feel like there was as much invested. And maybe I guess there shouldn't have been because she's a child. And but, I don't know. It's just, but again, it's I, like facing a river, like we just said, like, she just went yeah. to face his abuser on her own. Yeah. Well, yeah. and like, did she save them with a hug? Well, she got cut. He like I mean, cut like, her, cut her face. It, it like not, it ripped off. her skin off. You know, like an adult would have probably called the cops on that guy. Like, you know, they didn't really 
show. Well, no, up. they did. And remember, they said, uh, oh, she has to wait. Or you have to 48 wait 48 hours. hours. And that's mm-hmm. when she was like, oh, no. I, I can't. Which I absolutely 100% believe. Like, because. But, but I think what Juan said, like, do we know if he's, if she saved him? Because they still live with their dad. I'm like, yeah, can like, he have just a change of heart? <laughs> right. Like, what exactly? Yeah. Like, that, that just turned him around. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think. I think we're just supposed to assume that yeah. they were split. Like the dad was no longer involved with the kids anymore. I just thought he's changed, had a change of heart because of the power <laughs> of the hug. Well, I mean, I think those are two good options. You know, the other one that I was considering was like <laughs> that nothing changed, but but now they have solidarity. Like someone sees them, someone but gets. They, they have a really good song to sing when they're getting beat. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I get. I get you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. But. Uh, but yeah. I mean, the the music was was good, and and yeah, that that voice. I I looked it up. I was like, who the heck is who is, is, is this? And her first movie. Mm-hmm. This is her first role, so we should be seeing her again. Yeah. No. I, the the um. The, the the audio was I mean just anytime she was singing all the songs yeah. were catchy and just her voice was was great. Um I I I did like the intro where she came in on the whales. <clears throat> um mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't like that it was her first you know she entered into you like that that seems a little dramatic because i don't think anyone else had that same uh you know flashy entrance but obviously again she's the main character so uh that's that's just a a personal gripe Mm -hmm. i did love that whale though that whale was fire with the speakers yeah Yeah, at the end i think there was like four or five of them yeah (laughs) it is that's why Phoenix was like, oh, it's their babies. <laughs> babies. Gross. <laughs> so, uh, Imagine I'll... them coming out with them speakers on them already. Weird. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I'll, I'll tell you one um, observation that I have about these. Uh, you know, so we've done this movie. We did Drive My Car, which was a Japanese film. Um, um, Sukiyaki. Uh, Everything. Oh yeah, Sukiyaki. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, which was um, not Japanese, but but uh, not uh, not Influenced. very not very diverse. These mm-hmm. movies, not a lot of uh, black or Hispanic people <laughs> uh, in these movies. You know, what are these Japanese people doing? You know, get with it, get woke. <laughs> yeah, now what's they're, going they're, on here? They're not about that that life. <laughs> They're too busy worried about being unveiled in you. <laughs> you know, just saying out there, if you're going to critique one, you got to critique them all. You know? Well, yeah, all right. I was about to say something. Yeah, no, I can't argue that. <laughs> Not going to let them off the hook because it's a completely different country, different culture, different ethnic group. You know? <laughs> go woke, baby. Fair enough. Go woke, go broke. No, that's the opposite. I oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's all I really got. I mean, um, I I do think that the state. Well, 
only because I did not know this, but I think the saving grace was that I realized it was a uh, Beauty and the Beast story. Um, ended up making it more enjoyable for me. The The whole beginning, once I saw that you wasn't going to be uh, that prominent, uh, I, I started getting kind of bored. Um, they were playing into the fact that, you know, she lost her mom, but she's being over dramatic and everything is woe is me. And, you know, she has these people around her. And I just, it was kind of slow and uninteresting, but I guess for some reason, once I, the beauty and the beast popped up and my mind completely changed. So I, part of me wants to, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch this again, but a part of me does want to watch this again, knowing that it's a beauty and the beast movie. And seeing how I feel at the end of it, watching it beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I I almost and I I remember saying this about another film that we reviewed and maybe it was that Sukiyaki or or maybe another one. But it was like I almost wish they would have done a close, a, a more resembling story to Beauty and the Beast, but told an anime. Right. Mm-hmm. And told in you. Um, but but make it Beauty and the Beast, you know, and and do it your way, and 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 that would be really cool. Instead of really doing a movie about trauma and about abuse and about grief, but just draping it with you know Beauty and the Beast, um, that's not as interesting to me as it would have been, you know, had they done that like hey this is you know like again Boz Lerman and his version of Romeo Juliet I'm a set it in modern times we're gonna use guns we're gonna do this like that was really awesome you know this could have been an opportunity same concept. yeah, yeah that's, that's true because I, I was thinking from I mean obviously I was hoping it wasn't the dad but I was assuming it was Shinobu um, that was a beast because that's kind of how they were setting him up to be he's mm. very brooding and he didn't really care about anyone but Suzu and he didn't really show that until he, you know, touched her and it freaked everybody out. Um, yeah, the whole the whole child abuse thing at the end just really was off the rails. But I mean, I, I, I think, again, this is a, a cultural thing. And I feel like when it comes to, you know, Japanese culture you know you're 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 just you're used to that and i don't know this is pure ignorance i have no idea if that's what it is so please don't cancel me if i if i'm speaking incorrectly but i do think there was a a bit of a cultural play in, in what you're used to seeing out there and that's why we got that in this movie and just to speak on like what juan said earlier like I don't like I think part of me liked the fact that it was different because it, it reminded me of what um Spielberg did in what was that musical <laughs> West Side Story mm-hmm. where it didn't change much at all and I know I was oh, I wish they would have done something different so I do feel like I, I like the fact that it was a little bit different but again I'm coming from I went in thinking it was beating the beast in the first place so well and I've never seen West Side Story that was my first time watching that like oh. West Side Story period. See, so like it, I don't really. It, it, if you're gonna do a rendition of it, just make it first period. Just make it good, you know. 
the problem with West Side Story for Spielberg, it, it, it wasn't good. And even if it's the same cookie cutter thing that you've seen, I've never seen it, and I didn't think it was good. <laughs> you know, so for this, you know, I I, I did enjoy this, but I, outside of the cultural things for you know uh, the makers of this movie. It, that wasn't what took me out of it, but I'm I'm used to watching these types of movies. I'm used to the over the top, you know, emotions. I'm used to all, all that stuff. Um, I just I think for Juan, he's not used to these types of movies, and so it's it was a bit jarring for him. Yo, what I was expecting, and I really was. I'm not gonna lie, because I've seen this in in Japanese. Um, and, and other Japanese animated stuff. Like, Dragon Ball Z? No, I never watched that. But they have it in there, I'm sure. You know, like when the character cries yeah. and the face changes into like this <laughs> big mouth. The super like, deformed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like how is it like this caricature of the animated, you know, character. So I was expecting that. But um, I have, I've, uh, I've, you know, have a question for both of you, mm-hmm. something that is um, for our listeners. But uh, let's say, you know, if it's if it's someone's listening that is like me, who uh, maybe wants to try out an anime, but uh, and hasn't had hasn't watched very many uh, since you guys both have had have watched, you know, some you know, give me your one recommendation um, that you would give to someone to turn them on to anime. Kevin, you go first. I mean, I got one already out the holster. Unless uh, are we talking movies or series? Or are we just want to um, do no, not ready? Movie. Okay, I'm gonna go first. Princess Mononoke. Okay, write it down. Oh, Princess Mononoke. <laughs> I was gonna say Princess Mononoke. Uh, All right, you 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 should have asked extra questions. You should have answered. That's my fault. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> I, told you, I admit it. I was right off the hit, baby. So Kevin, what do you what would you like to recommend now that you've had thirty seconds to read so your choice of now? No, more of a series guy than the movies. Me, yeah, yeah, but. But yeah, no, but, like, no, no, if, no. But, if, but the but for Kevin, I'm gonna say real quick is that the but is these series are like 250 episodes. No, 26 episodes. Trigun's my favorite anime. It's 26 Trigun, episodes. Trigun is not 26. Okay, I I own it on DVD and Blu-ray. I don't know. There's like three. Did. I thought there was three seasons. No, it's 26 episodes. So it's I one thought, season, 26. You, wow. I thought yeah. Akira was your favorite. That's well, weird. I. I the movie I was going to re- recommend was Akira because if you're going to start with anything like that's like, that's like the little mermaid, like the Renaissance of anime started with, with Akira and the storytelling, a lot of the storytelling you see here where it's slow paced in some parts and it's building up. Like they do that a lot in Akira and I thought it was really great. What about ghost in the shell and anyone? That's a series. That was a movie. No. Well, it's well, a movie. It's a it live action a- yeah. Oh, that was a series. Well, they—I think they have a standalone Ghost of the Shell movie animated, but it plays into the series. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The, if you're thinking about the ScarJo one, that yeah, that's that doesn't <laughs> count. It's not oh, bad, but you know. Yeah. No, no, I was not thinking about that. Uh, so Princess Mononoke and Akira. 
It's Ugh. funny. So speaking of Akira, I saw uh, Nope in theaters, and uh, there's a scene where uh, Jordan Peele says 100%. Yeah, that was inspired from Akira. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to ruin it for Juan. Um, but yeah, it was. It, it, once you watch Akira, we'll talk about this. Okay. All right. So, uh, Mark, why don't you kick us off with our rating? I would love to because this one has been quite the pickle for me to pinpoint. I am not a um, I'm not a point guy. I don't do the point whatever. Um, but if I was, I would give this like a two point seven to nine. Um, so if I'm gonna average it out, I I would have to give it a three. But I don't see myself actively watching this again uh because i feel like i you know i experienced it i'm good (sighs) but i don't want to give it a two because i mean i I would recommend this to people especially people who have seen beauty and the beast and i would say hey do you want a different take on that um brace the point man but people will be pissed off you bro because they'll be like yeah i was expecting beauty (laughs) Beast," then i get you know I got to relive my childhood trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It, so at the end of the day, if I'm going to be true to myself, I can't average up. I'm going to have to average down. It is going to be a two for me. Two little Jerry's. We do it out of three. Um, a two little Jerry's for me only because it, it did go off the rails at the end. It, it really, took me out of it once you know you had grown adults driving this girl into a situation that she had no part of being in um if they would have kept it more streamlined and made shinobu the beast i think we would have i probably would have enjoyed the ending a bit more it probably would have been more obvious but you know they they played into that when they were showing the the real side and not the you side so Interesting choices from the director, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to give it a two little Jerry's. Yeah, um, I'll go. Um, again, not, I mean, I appreciated the, uh, the artist and the beauty of the animation. Um, also enjoyed, you know, just a, a different spin on Beauty and the Beast. Definitely creative, but um you know, um, and and I also I'm not gonna knock people who did did like this, especially like Kevin's daughters. I completely understand, but uh, but for me, I I wouldn't watch this again. I really wouldn't recommend it. Um, and it just it just had too many elements that um, did that you know took away from the story. Um, and therefore, you know, was not really as enjoyable an experience as I would have liked. So for me, it's just going to be a uh, single little Jerry. Just one. Mm. All right. So my turn here. Um, okay, just three three things I wanted to touch on real quick. Um, that part at the end when everyone was surrounding her, when she was going to sing, um, I think Willow yelled out, like, they're going to eat her. And it made me crack up. <laughs> I'm like, no, baby. I don't think they're gonna eat her. They're just fans. Um, another thing that Phoenix pointed out when that the whale, you, bro, <laughs> when that whale came out of the lights and you saw the lights were all getting pushed to the side, I was like, wow, that's beautiful. And Phoenix literally said, 
you do realize those are people, right? They all turned to lights. I was like, what? And then I was, when we saw it again, I was like, oh, those are people. They are. I did not realize that. I was like, oh, that's it's beautiful. She says so deadpan. And I was like, uh, okay. And then um, I realized we didn't talk about, like, my favorite scene was when that girl. It's not Ruka, a, it doesn't matter we didn't talk about it. You didn't bring it up. <laughs> no, no, we didn't talk about it. It's my fault. My fault. My fault. I'm not blaming anyone. We didn't talk about it because I didn't bring it up. We didn't introduce you to the conversation enough. My bad. When, when Ruka was revealing her crush to uh, that chemistry or whatever, that was such a cute scene. Like when they were all. They were going back and forth, and then when they were trying to figure out who um, who Bell was, and then Su- Suzu just snuck out. I died. Dude. She made the same reaction as him and started backing out. I died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was like, that's that such a great scene that was done. <laughs> and now, uh, for my rating, and again, I'm I am slanted because uh, I saw it with my daughters. I've seen it multiple times. I've actually enjoyed it every time they've played it. I catch myself watching it again. So I'm actually gonna give it a three because again, I've I've enjoyed it. Again, I've seen it multiple times and it's actually gotten better every time I've watched it. So yeah, so I'm gonna give it a three. See, I'm gonna have to watch uh, it again, w- knowing that it's a Beauty and the Beast movie, and I think I'll appreciate it more. You know, uh, and I love and I love the music every time. I believe it. I mean, she's got a great voice. Now, now that we're bringing up scenes that we like, man, that war scene, that war montage where they were, it was essentially Risk. When the girls were talking about her, I love that scene, bro. She, they were talking about how they're gonna go here. She go talking. She was flipping them, going, "Oh yeah, I believe that, man." I, I did. I enjoyed that, uh, that scene just because I love Risk, and that's what I felt like it was like. <laughs> yeah, um, in our conversations, Kevin's the Joe Biden of the group. If it's not on that teleprompter, he ain't talking. He's only focused on his notes. That makes sense. That makes sense. We gotta do a we gotta do a a, a dry run with Kevin so he knows what we're gonna say. Yes. So he can make listen. his points interject. Mm-hmm. Listen, I have oh, my. I've been points. listening all day, baby. I've I've made my points, and I enjoy listening to y'all. <laughs> and I I like some people. I don't interrupt mostly. Listen, there's no interrupting, bro. If there's one second of silence, I'm jumping in. Like, Listen, I'm not gonna I'm just kidding. I don't wait. care. I'm not gonna Listen, wait five seconds when you. I don't in. care. Call me the Joe Bidens. I don't care. Repeat the question. I enjoy every moment of it. Kevin, do you know where you are right now? <laughs> End of speech. Repeat the quote. Period. Period. <laughs> Remember to say, may I speak now? (laughs) Well, good stuff. So that was a two from Mark, a three from Kevin, and a one from me. That is, uh, yeah, pretty well-rounded. You you make of that what you will, audience. I think that's a first, that we've had a one, two, three. Another first for me. I've had all threes, and now I've had a one, two, three. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm about to get... Have I done it all once? You you almost got all zeros, but you wanted to give zero <laughs> one to one. That's I don't do, I don't do not zeros. Because, <laughs> not because it deserved it, just because you wanted to give it a one. No, because I don't do zeros. We, we uh, rate on a scale of one to three. Yeah, he sticks very firmly to one. We're going to have to reevaluate this scale one day. Maybe um, season two, right? Yeah. Season two. <laughs> season two. Even more movies. 
Until then, let's uh, do some porno. Sticking <laughs> oh. <laughs> with our Japanese theme, I will say sayonara. Konnichiwa. Love you. Avi- 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 Avi-